Thanks for joining the latest edition of the SAP Concur Conversations podcast series. Today, we're going to be discussing the AP process within businesses and how the process can be improved with the use of technology for both the finance teams and also the employees. To help me with this podcast, I have two great experts to welcome. Firstly, Victoria Amos from Arab and also Sonia Blaudez from SAP Concur. Vicky, can you introduce yourself, um, tell people about your role at Arab and also what has changed over the last 18 months for you? Hi everyone, um, thanks for having me here today. So um, I've worked for Arup for 10 years now, um, started with the Shared Service Centre um, at its initial setup as the Accounts Payable Manager. Um, prior to that, I've worked in numerous shared service centres for the companies, working both with systems um, and finance related processes. Um, since joining Arup and obviously running the team as the Accounts Payable Manager, um, that then progressed into a more project systems based role. And for the last four years, um, four or five years, I've been heavily involved in the rollout of Concur um, on a global basis um, and the user management of that process, assisting with training, troubleshooting, configuration, etc. Wow. So they're keeping you busy then, Vicky, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sonia, same questions to you. Hi, um, thanks, um, Al. So my name is Sonia Blaudes. I'm a solution consultant for SAP Concur. And my role really at, at Concur is to sit down with organizations to understand their current challenges around the, the P2P area and to suggest improvements, which not only can be applied through our range of software, but also through the use of best practice recommendations. I also work with um, our existing customer base to identify optimization opportunities uh, where they can use the tool better or implement perhaps further uh, best practice recommendations. And before joining Concur in April 2020, in the middle of the pandemic, um, I started my career as an AP clerk and worked my way through to become a, a P2P manager for several companies. And a big part of my role was to uh, implement new expense systems, new ERPs, new PO systems. So effectively, a few years back, I was sat exactly in, in Vicky's shoes. So that, that is me now in a nutshell. Oh, wow. Um, interesting time to start a new role, Sonia. <laughs> so, um, yes, not, not, not great, but I'm sure you've uh, made, the, made the best of it. Um, so thank you both for that. You've got a wealth of knowledge on this topic, so I'm really looking forward to some great insights as we continue the podcast. Um, quick icebreaker to get to know to, a quick icebreaker to get to know you both a bit a little better. Um, what would be your most extravagant holiday next year if money would be no issue? Um, obviously, since the traffic light system in the UK has has, has been um, uh, cancelled a little bit, I know it's probably different for you, Vicky. Um, so let's let's start with you. Okay, well, I, I do love to travel, and that has been one of the, the the worst parts of obviously the whole pandemic. I think the restrictions have hit everyone hard. So my next um, trip on the wish list, I want to go to China. I want to see the Great Wall, and I'd love to see the Emperor's Terracotta Army. That's definitely next one that needs to happen for me. Oh wow. That's, that's a, that's a good crossed. one, Vicky. Um, Sonia, what about yourself? Well, it's, it's funny that Vicky mentions China because my 
if I could and money was no object and my boss was granting me a six month uh, leave, <laughs> I would want to do a, a full tour of Asia. I would start with Japan. I'm, I'm fascinated by, uh, by Japan and the Japanese culture and then would like to, to go through China as well and um, all the, uh, the other Southeast Asian countries uh, like uh, Cambodia, Vietnam. So that's a, a big bucket list item for me. Nice, nice, yeah. Um, I want to try and have my honeymoon um, to the Maldives. That's what I want to try and do next next year. They've been postponed for two years, but it's not about me. It's about you two today. <laughs> so um, let's get into the meat of the topic. Um, Vicky, can I ask you to give an overview of the AP Finance function at Arab that was a few years ago when you when you probably joined? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if I go way back to when I, when I joined um, many many years ago, that the AP process was very very manual, very labour intensive. Um, it was a fully paper based process, believe it or not. Um, there were no, um, there were very little sort of systems um, processes in place. It was basically um, a piece of paper comes in one um, letterbox and we try and mail it out internally to somebody somewhere to receive a code and approval to pay. No tracking, no visibility. Um, and it was a, a very um, country based process. So although Arab is operating as a obviously as a global um, company, all of the existing processes prior to the shared services being created were very localized and specific to that area, not easily transferable. Um, so yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad those days have, have started. We, we're now out of that. We've we've passed those paper paper times and moving more to paperless. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, for, I mean, the, the size of Arab and just being paper-based must, must have been so time-consuming. AP is such a complex world um, out there, um, but can be made simple. Um, so, Sonia, what are the benefits of having a fully integrated spend management solution? Well, as I have alluded to, having data in multiple locations makes it very difficult to get um, a full picture of how your business is performing. Uh, when you have all your expenses, all your POs, all your invoices located into one platform, reporting becomes a walk in the park, really, and capabilities are endless. And by reporting, I don't just mean having a spreadsheet that will show you metrics. You can go a step further. We're looking at performance KPIs, spending trends, uh, policy violation trends, by who, since when. Um, so in, in a pre-pandemic survey by The Economist, just to give you an idea, um, and outside of the pandemic, 60% um, of finance executives, so that's not only your, your CFOs and, and uh, your financial directors or financial controllers, um, finance executives said that they did not have complete visibility over transactions within their organization, which is quite, quite a significant problem. So gaining visibility and insight is one of the great benefits. Another uh, thing to bear in mind, uh, which is less obvious perhaps, is um, cost saving. When we're talking about spend management platforms, a lot of people are thinking about automating and going paperless, which are great benefits uh, in their own right. But what this means is that if we go deeper, by implementing the right levels of controls within the tools, um, and by indeed automating uh, mundane tasks, your organization will be saving money. 
um, as you will enforce the correct behaviors and you'll be able to review spend before it occurs and perhaps block it. And your overall spend management processes will be much faster and therefore cheaper to run. Yeah, so if that's really interesting and it's about getting the data or information into the hands of people, the right people at the right time to make decisions, which is which is so important. Um, Vicky, over to you now. I mean, hopefully you would agree with those sort of things, but is there anything further you can add from your experience of using SAP Concur? Yeah, I do, I, I do obviously agree with, with, with those um, points that Sonia raised. Um, and I think um, in terms of reducing costs, visibility, etc., whilst it not only encourages the correct um, behavior from staff who are using the system for example we're all trying to move towards a more carbon neutral um, method of working reduce our output etc i think small things which without an online platform would not have been visible to the traveler when they're booking a flight Using, for example, in in the travel module, we can clearly see when we're about to book a flight, what the CO2 output is available to us. Is there a different option more in line with my company values, um, our mission, the direction that we're going in? So we have those areas also. But I think also thinking about obviously the cost of actually running the P2P um, department, that is, of course, always a heavy cost, um, staff overheads. When we're looking at um, setups or uh, AP departments that are not always centralized immediately, but may implement the Concur solution, we've got very good uh, visibility and cost benefit analysis um, reporting then available to us because we can then compare to um, perhaps dissimilar processes, both using um, the same system, and by that measure the efficiency of the staff, um, you know, drive further improvements because we're able to then see what the bottlenecks are, where are the pain points in the system, and hopefully work with those groups to obviously eradicate those. Yeah, I mean, all those all those benefits are so important um, from what you'll be, be going through. Um, that's really great. Um, moving moving on from that, um, how have these benefits have these benefits impacted Arab as a whole um, from the individual who's trying to raise an invoice or all those sorts of impact um, issues? Yeah, so I think for Arab as a whole, I mean the whole process has been beneficial. Nobody will um, likes change at the beginning of a process. That's just natural <laughs> human nature. So you will always have some pushback. And I think it's good to try and think of not using the system to change a process, but obviously selling the benefits of what the system actually can do for the end user, how it can make their lives more easy. So if we have a PM who's working on a, a particular project, you know, the benefit of using concur for, for him or her is that you can concentrate on actually running your project, winning work, bringing more money into the business without worrying about receipts and attaching copies of pieces of paper to another receipt and putting a signature on an invoice. The system largely can, we can manage to do that automatically for them. So it gives them time back and time I think is probably the most valuable asset to us all. Um, I think um, it's also made things a lot easier for us, obviously, with the current situation and what's happened over the last 18, 24 months. The fact that 
the Concur platform remained as a constant for our staff who all of a sudden weren't in their normal working environment. It meant that it eased them into that home working because that part of the, the process and, and the, the visibility that they had didn't actually change. And it also, even though we do have um, good adoption rates and we are continuing to implement, it did help us to propel some of those um, countries that were more inclined to hang back. They did realise very quickly this paper process that we have, we don't, it won't work anymore. We need, we need you to do it uh, quickly. So it certainly increased um, the number of new countries um, we've brought into Concur quite rapidly, which, so, so yeah, there's been a, a plus that's come out of what has been a negative situation for, for a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, that last point you made, Vicky, I mean, um, I've been speaking with a couple of other customers um, based in the UK and during the start of the pandemic, we had finance directors actually having to go into the office to collect the post mm -hmm. to come back to then process them themselves. So you're absolutely right. I think I think people, individuals and companies have realised the benefit of the online processes. So that's really cool. Um, just to make a quick step change, um, both of you, uh, we're going to now go into kind of the implementation of these sort of solutions. So come to you, Sonia. Um, what are the typical timeframes for an implementation of this size, either small or large, like in, in Arab's perspective? Um, what are the processes that could, should be followed, challenges, and, and how can these be addressed? Yeah, it's always um, a tough question, um, Al, because it, it depends very much on the amount of resources that a customer can commit to, to the implementation, as well as the number of modules and the level of complexity involved. Um, for, for instance, when you have a, a company with multiple ERPs, for example, you have to build more integration points, uh, which is perfectly feasible, but it will add to the project timeline. Where we have a perfect combination of fully dedicated resources on the customer side, a relatively simple IT landscape, implementations of both expense and invoice modules have been done in a matter of weeks, really, as opposed to, to months. What we, we typically see, though, and uh, as a conquer implementation, is the, the complexity lies within the processes. It's not about the technology. We, we know our technology works and we know how to implement it and we can do that quite quickly. It's all about process re-engineering. This is where, if you like, the, the bulk of the time is, is spent. And we typically use implementation partners, which are Concur certified partners, and they can not only take care of the technical setups, uh, but also go through change management activities. Uh, one challenge we, we typically face is around business rate readiness. A lot of customers haven't fully assessed their current processes and decide um, to make change to, let's say, the approval structure, for example, or they simply don't have the vision as to what the new system and, and business processes will look like in, in a new tool. And realistically, this is where we found Concur fell short um, in the past, that accompaniment in depth to include business readiness before starting the project, but also the change management activities such as, uh, for example, supplier communication, uh, which is an area customers frequently need help with. And as um, Vicky alluded to earlier, we, we know that 
resistance to change is very common. It's almost a natural reaction, a natural human reaction. So um, having uh, the support of implementation partners means that we can tailor the approach depending on, on the customer's maturity on that transformation journey. Um, and if you need some extra guidance to uh, completely analyze, deconstruct, revamp business processes before implementing the tool, um, they will be there to, to provide you that, that service and that accompaniment through, throughout. Yeah. I think you, you touched on it, but what we've found, what I found as well from chatting to other, other customers is that it's, it's, it's really important that a customer doesn't try and implement their paper-based system into the new online system, because that generally doesn't really work. Um, I hope you right. both agree with that. Um, so Vicky, um, obviously as a global business, as, as, as we've heard, what has the actual experience been like for you um, implementing the Conquer Invoice solution worldwide? Yeah. So it has, um, it hasn't been the quickest process. It is an ongoing um, process. And as Sonia mentioned, that is largely down to the fact that we do have resistance to change. And as I mentioned earlier, we're a, a regional structure and a lot of countries have their own localized methods of working. Their processes are different and some still are in some regions very um, very heavily relying on um, paper. For example, in East Asia, there is still a large need to cap capture paper and, and move various pieces um, around the business. I think the, the, the main thing I would say um, when looking at implementing Concur um, is, yeah, be sure of the direction that you wish to go in. Um, try not to allow too many um, regional or country variations. Use a standard template because as Sonia said, if you try to build in um, any of your existing manual processes, the system can then sometimes fall over. And when it's a new product that you're providing to staff, they will initially say it's the software that is at fault rather than actually looking at what's going on behind it, which can then delay or hinder your, your rollout plans further. So I think communication, obviously, and forward planning as to what you ultimately see your end solution looking like and trying to cater. It is possible trying to cater for everybody's um, needs. Obviously, there are some we are restricted to tax legal requirements, but generally trying to adhere to one um, standard approach because you ultimately then, as we are now finding out, the rollout times are significantly reduced because it is just um, a, a repeat reapply process we go when we're actually um, putting the expense and invoice workflows in. Yeah, thanks, Vicky. And yeah, I was, I was going to touch on that. So at the initial stages, looking at timescales, um, obviously the first couple of countries took a lot longer, but then as you and the, the, the wider team learned, you could standardise it and the following on countries have been a lot quicker yeah. to get up and running. Yeah. Is, is that fair to say? Yeah? yeah, yeah, I would definitely agree. And I think, yeah. I think the other thing that obviously has helped um, to speed things up is the, the the business as a whole has seen what Concur can do and what benefits it can offer. Mm. And they actually went from, you know, we're standing back, we're not sure we're on the fence to being more forthcoming. I, wa I want this rather than finance telling them you need this. They recognize the benefits themselves and requested um, the, the rollout in their areas. So that's definitely true. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the that's the point that all companies want to try and aim for to actually get the actual users to ask for it in the, in the first place. Definitely. <laughs> um, Sonia, um, j just a quick one on other customers um, and what you can tell them about the benefits if they're thinking of um, expansion with SAP Concur or, or just other products in general. Yeah, and, and um, one thing that I wanted to, to mention, bouncing off um, Vicky's comments and, and yours actually, Al, is um, there's a difference between uh, digitizing and automating. And I think this is mm, one of the yeah. pitfalls um, of many customers when looking at a solution is trying to take the process as is today and, and put it inside the tool without thinking about how can we do it better? How can we improve what we already have? And this is a, a, a significant um, issue with uh, implementations in general of any uh, any product and, and even anything outside of Concur. Um, you always need to look at utilizing a tool like Concur as an opportunity to sit down, pause and, and open your mind and try to see what is going to, to work in the future or try to design the uh, the future state. And as part of, of my engagements with customers, I, I tend to uh, to say when we are in the discovery stage, forget money, forget product. If you had a magic wand, what would you want to have as a system? And this is where we, we can start um, really drilling into those items and, and, and get the customers thinking about, try to remove the constraints of, of uh, your current system from your mind remove all of that, let's try to have this um, as an open conversation, what do you want to have? And we work from that. And we realize that in a lot of cases, what they are asking for is actually nothing, nothing crazy, nothing that the tool cannot handle. It's, it's perfectly acceptable um, and, and able to, um, to work in, in the new world. Yeah. So touching on the um, the expansion, so what, um, what are the main benefits to, to uh, you get from an expansion. I think that the first thing to look at is the type of expansion. You've got a, a product expansion, so bringing more products uh, from Concur into your uh, your landscape, or there's expansion in terms of country expansion. So let's let's take uh, product expansion uh, as as a first one. Uh, you may have Concur expense today, but you're managing the auditing of the claims yourself and you're considering using one of Conquer's auditing options. Or perhaps you're looking at automating your accounts payable function uh, by implementing a, a PO and an invoice management system. So because Conquer is modular, you don't have to go through a big bang implementation, as we call it, and, and, and have a phased approach. So your business is ready, perhaps, today to implement uh, an invoice system, but not yet to go through a full purchase order system. We know that this is a big change to the organization and a big change in the way you're working. Therefore, let's imagine a year after implementing it, you start being ready to have those talks about how can we improve our system a bit further? Let's implement a PO system. So you can expand uh, the array of solutions that you need from Conquer at your pace. And I think this is this is something very important to uh, to stress here because a lot of uh, a lot of customers thinks that perhaps you have to buy a full package and implement a full package at once. And, and, and it's time to, you know, uh, remove that that myth of the table. We can go at your pace. Um, 
the benefits from going at, at your own pace is that you can progressively achieve a broader business outcome and you know such as as visibility into your spend and have everything into one platform but you can do this as and when your business is ready and, and different areas um, of, of your um, business leadership are ready when we're talking about um, expansion in a context of expanding the current product landscape to further countries and entities um, the obvious benefit again is to consolidate all your entities into the one platform and also consolidate your IT landscape so think back to what I've, I've mentioned earlier if you're operating today for five different IT systems, um, consolidating it into one platform, which is Concur, is going to have a, a significant benefit, not just on, on visibility, but for your IT team, the number of, of components that need to be managed. Now, having the, the one entity into Concur, um, one entity into a legacy tool, three spreadsheets coming from something else. Um, all of this will, will mean that you can find yourself easily in a case of a company like Arab uh, using perhaps five, ten different tools, all of which will have uh, licensing fees, uh, maintenance costs, uh, all of which will need to be monitored and maintained. So. When we're looking at the benefits, it's not just the benefits for finance as a function. It's also looking broader and, and see the benefits for your IT team specifically. And someone somewhere is having a tedious task uh, today of consolidating all of that. So making sure you've got everything into one place will help uh, consolidate all your, uh, your entities, having perhaps one reporting tool and make life much easier and much simpler uh, for finance. And I think it's, it's one of the, the greatest thing, right? You, you think that because a company like Arab, for example, has got multiple entities across the globe, it's inherently complex. It doesn't need to be. You are able to bring all of these countries into one platform, operate a standard process, albeit with some variations uh, because some countries have got a very specific VAT requirement, for example. But by bringing everybody into the same tool, life is simply much better for all of the um, all of the departments that are involved uh, close or far with this particular process. Brilliant. Um, thank you so much, Sonia. That, there's some really great takeaways um, for the audience on that one. Um, as we close out this this really informative um, podcast, um, Vicky, can I just come to you quickly on what would be the top one or two takeaways uh, for someone in your position looking to implement or to thinking about a new AP process? Can you just touch on that just for one or two points? Yeah, I think um, I think the main things that I would look at if I was coming at this from a fresh starting a new or a new client um, looking to, to get on board with Conquer is really think about as Sonia mentioned, what it is that they want, um, not just from the, the finance process, the P2P process, what do their customers want? Because they essentially become the biggest users of the, the system. Um, a lot of the input is, is required by them. Um, so that, that would be the first point. And then look at their current um, 
issues with a manual process. So where did they see the, the stopping blocks? Is it um, time, the number of transactions, um, lack of um, spend management? Are we buying things from all over the place that we probably shouldn't be doing? Um, and really try and use what we can um, put into the tool to try and eradicate some of those issues. So blocking those problems before they become problems because we're all obviously conscious certainly in AP about payment on time etc and staff want to be paid quickly especially when they've had um, spend out of their own pocket so I think if you can really look at where the problems are and configure the, the system or, or, or tell Concur how you would like the system configured to prevent those issues from entering at the beginning you'll speed up the, the back end, the, the customer, the user will have a, a seamless um, process of working through the system. And that's really what they want to see. They don't want to see um, warnings, blockages, etc. They just want to plug things in and, and the, the invoice or the expense disappear. So I think those would be the two. There's probably more than two points in there, but they would be the two main, <laughs> the two main things. No, that, that, that's some absolutely great insights. Thank you, Vicky. And yeah, just, just to con conclude that, I, I think it's about the actual users don't really care about the technology itself. They just want it to work and be in the background and they can get on with their day jobs. So yeah, some really great points. Thank you both so much for your time. Um, and that concludes the latest SAP Concur Conversations podcast on automating the AP Finance function. Thank you, everyone. Thank, Thank you. you.